Welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator and this is the Loan Officer Sales Training. Today we're going to be talking about clear communication. We've talked about this a little bit throughout the different trainings, right? Because it's an important part of any transaction. It's an important part of any salesperson to have clear communication. So we've touched on this a little, but today we'll do a little bit more in-depth dive into the clear communication training here. So first and foremost, we need clear communication with our client, right? That is 100% the most important vital thing to every transaction, especially in this business is clear communication with the client. Now we are legally bound by our duties as a licensed loan officer to always act in the best interest of the client at all times. That's our fiduciary duty to the client. That's why we have our license. That's why we are legally, that's what we are legally obligated to do. Well, how can you look out for the best interest of the client if you don't have clear communication with the client? And when I say clear communication, I don't just mean that you're texting and calling them, but communication about their goal, what it is that they're looking to do, what it is that they're not looking to do, what they are, you know, afraid of possibly happening. But, you know, first and foremost, what are they looking to accomplish, right? And if we know what they're looking to accomplish, then obviously we can act in their best interests. And if we know what they're looking to stay away from, we can act in their best interest, right? Which we are legally bound to do. So we have to do our part of the clear communication with the client just to even be able to complete our duties that are owed to our clients at all times being a licensed loan officer, right? So we can't even do our duties unless we first communicate clearly with the client. Now, this also has multiple layers to it here as far as communication goes, right? Because what does clear communication mean? Does that mean when something happens, we call them every single time? Does that mean that we're emailing and texting them? Well, that really depends on the client, right? We need to match what it is that they're looking to do. So if your client is busy all day and only responds to texts, then don't call them as soon as something comes up every single time. That's not clear communication because they're just not going to answer the phone. You'd have to text them if they prefer text, right? Now, you can always pick up the phone and call them if they're not responding or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying don't call them. But my point is when somebody only texts you back and forth because they're at work all day, if something comes up and you just try to call them, but you don't send them a text message, right? Like then they are just not going to get back to you and you're going to end up having an issue and you're going to say, oh, I called you. And they're going to say, well, I already told you that I'm at work every day and I can't talk on the phone. So make sure to text me, right? Um, maybe there's some pressing issue. And if you don't actually text them so they can see that there's a pressing issue, they just aren't going to call you back until later tonight or whatever the case may be. So the communication is not so cut and dry of, oh, I called them right? Well, did you communicate with them through the other platforms? Did you communicate with them the way that they want you to communicate with them? We've talked about that on previous sales trainings. We need to match what communication works best for them. Of course, if there's issues, if things are coming up, we can always pick up the phone, 
right? But at the end of the day, if they say email, if they say text message, this is established early on in the relationship and it's something that we take notes of. Remember from our trainings at the Mortgage Calculator, that's one of the first thing we take notes of is when and how they would like to be contacted from here on out. What is their preferences of the time and method of communication? So that's something we're communicating with the client very early on. So we should already know that as we're going through the entire process. Now, clearly communicating with your client is one thing of, yes, we're communicating, we're talking back and forth. But a big part of clearly communicating with your client is educating your client. This is a huge part of the mortgage process. We don't sell something that everybody already knows what it is and how it works. We're not selling tennis shoes, right? We are selling a mortgage, which is extremely complicated. This is the most complicated, largest transaction of almost all of our clients' lives. Almost every client, this is going to be, you know, the mortgage calculator, we work with a lot of investors too. So it may not be true for them, but the average person purchasing a home or refinancing their home, especially a purchase is going to be the largest, most complicated transaction they're ever going to complete in their life. Now, especially if you're dealing with first-time buyers and things like that, this is a huge deal to educate your client. Now, you hope that the realtor's also doing that on their side through the process, but we need to make sure we're educating our client. We're clearly communicating, not only, hey, you know, communicating, talking as far as selling the mortgage essentially, but we are educating them on how this process is going to work. We're First, when we're early in the process, we're educating them on the options that they have, right? That's one of the best things about the mortgage calculator is our tens of thousands of loan programs, our quoting system where we can easily send them quotes for different programs to look at. So that's right up front. We're educating them on, hey, these are the different loan products we have that may fit your scenario. These are the different rates for those products on what they would look like. Notice that a P&L costs more than a bank statement because a bank statement, they're going to see the money. A P&L, they're just getting a letter from a tax preparer or whatever, right? So educate them on why these things are the way that they are. If you're sending them multiple options for multiple loan products, why does this one cost more than this one? Why would this one be better maybe than this one, right? These are things that we need to do as a loan officer consultant. We need to have clear communication with our client and we need to use that clear communication to educate them on what's going on. And we're talking about from the quoting process, just like I said, all the way through the closing process, right? We're going to educate them on this is how it works. Remember, we are the mortgage professional. They are not a mortgage professional. You don't assume that they know how every step works. We're the one that's responsible for knowing how every step of the loan process works. And then being able to educate our client in a simple way that they could understand that this is how it's going to work, right? Now, Sometimes you'll see a new loan officer trying to do a loan without actually learning how all the processes of a mortgage work. So these are the newbies that are out there that are just kind of like, I'm just going to do it and figure it out along the way. I haven't really soaked in all the training yet. I haven't really, you know, they're just going to try to go. 
Well, here's a glaring problem of that. If you don't know every single in and out of how a loan works and how this process works, how could you clearly communicate that to your client? How could you educate your client on how the process works if you haven't fully educated yourself on how the process works, right? So for any new people out there, it is so important for you to read every training, for you to watch every, take every class, watch every training, read every document, because you need to know how to how it works, not only for you to know what to do, but also to explain to your client early and often exactly how this process is going to work. The more you educate your client, the less work you're going to have to do, right? When you're educating your client early on, upfront, explaining exactly what's going to happen, you know, we have other trainings where Jose talks about this a lot as far as educate them on the potential issues that may come up. Look, this may be an issue. Your income, you know, may be an issue. So I'm telling you right now, let's move forward with the bank statement. But you do have some non-sufficient funds, uh, you know, some NSFs. This may be an issue. So we can try to move forward with this. But just know if we hit that roadblock where the investor denies us because of those NSFs, then this is the route we're going to have to go. This is how much more that route is going to cost or whatever it is, right? There's some other stipulation with the other route, which is why we want to go with the first route in the first place, right? But when we're going with that first route, we don't want to just say, hey, everything is all good. When at the end of the day, if we know there's some potential issues. So when you're talking to your client, when you're communicating with them properly, when you're educating them on the process properly, it allows you to educate them on what could happen and then what you would do if that does happen and how that would affect them, whether it's in their rate or the documents they need to get you or the LTV, you know, it's not as big of a deal to cut LTV 5% when you've already explained to your client, this may end up happening. So when you get something back from the underwriter or something happens and you have to take a 5% LTV haircut, if you've already explained to your client that this may be coming, and if it does, this is what happens, and this is how we're going to deal with it, it's not going to be a very big deal. What is a big deal is when you do not communicate with the client and educate them on that, and then all of a sudden, everybody's thinking one thing's going to happen, then another happens, and then your whole deal blows up. And not only does your deal blow up, but now you have a client out there talking bad about you because you didn't take the time to educate them. Uh, some newer loan officers are just trying to get to that finish line, whatever it takes. And also, this is a big issue with communication with especially newer loan officers is, uh, well, actually all loan officers, I guess I should say, is just communicating with your client in general when there's bad news, right? Nobody wants to answer the phone when there's bad news. But when you're calling his client, when your client is calling you or when you need to call your client and there's bad news, that's the most important time to actually pick up the phone, right? Some people don't want to make that call. So some people ignore their client's calls when something's bad happening, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's a true problem. I, I see it all the time. But guess what? If you had already educated them on exactly what could happen and why and what we could do to solve it and what that's going to cost them, then there is no need to be afraid. There is no need to not answer the phone. You answer the phone right away and say, yeah, remember we talked about this. 
we planned for this. It could happen. That is what's happening. Now this is what we're going to do. I already got started on it. Uh, you know, we're our, I'm already have the ball rolling in the right direction. I mean, those are things that are going to make your client feel like you are a great loan consultant and that you're taking the time to communicate with them and educate them on the process and then do whatever it takes and making sure that they know what could happen. Now, the next thing here is clear communication with all parties. So we're talking co-borrowers, we're talking realtors, we're talking the title company. Uh, there's a lot of times where loan officers get a clear to close and get pretty hands off. Well, the closing still has to happen, right? You need to make sure that you're looking at the emails that are going back and forth with title. Uh, you need to make sure to look at and communicate with your borrower when the closing is or when it could be, you have to be doing this all proactively, right? So realtors as well, a big thing with the clear communication with the realtors is, you know, financing contingency. That's one of the big ones, right? Making sure that they, that you hold up um, the, or don't hold up the transaction for uh, financing contingency, make sure the realtor knows, hey, we're not going to be able to get the approval in two days and you have the financing contingency only lasting two days from now, right? Okay, well, that's a problem. The realtor needs to know, hey, we're not going to make it. You need to extend the financing contingency because guess what? If you don't communicate that to the realtor and the financing contingency passes, then they can lose their deposit. Now you just lost one of your borrowers, five, ten, twenty thousand $20,000, whatever their earnest money was, and that can be a serious problem, right? So communicating with the realtor is also important for other issues. A lot of the times people will say, you know, oh, they want cash only, right? Well, a lot of the times that means it's not financeable, right? So if uh, you want to make sure your client and or you talks to the realtor and finds out like, hey, understand, I, I know we're going to do a loan for this, but the seller said they really wanted cash only. Is there a reason for that, right? Is there issues with the property? That's always a good thing to ask the realtor. Are there any issues with this property that may prevent it from being financed? So the realtors, we can do some of the work on the front end as well. But then, as I said, throughout the process, um, maybe it ends up being to where we're not going to be able to make it happen because everything is so tight. But if we can just get a $2,000 seller credit, then we can make it happen or $2,000 realtor credit, then we can make it happen. These are things that need to be communicated to the realtors early and often. And again, the financing contingency is, is about to go up. Instead of you just banging your head against the wall, hoping that a miracle comes in, communicate with the realtor early and they can get on it and talk to the seller, talk to the seller's agent and get that extended. But just sitting there hoping that, you know, 12 hours from now it comes through or else your borrower is screwed. That's not a proper way to do business, right? We got to talk to the realtors, talk to everybody involved in the process and clearly communicate with them what is going on throughout the loan process. And we also need the realtors to communicate with us throughout the process, which you want to tell that to your client and the realtor that to keep us in the loop on everything that's going on as well. All right, next thing to talk about here is clear, clear communication with your team, right? The processor, whoever your processor is that's assigned to your file, clear communication with them, clear communication with your team leader or your manager. 
using the conversation log to have clear communication with everybody. Remember, the conversation log is going to be something that your processor can look at, that the intake team can look at, that your manager can look at, that the compliance manager can look at, and also the auditors will look at. So keeping your conversation log updated on loan level issues that that you think your processor may need to know or management may need to know or compliance things, definitely keep the conversation log updated. That's clear communication between you and your team. When they open that file, you know, things that need to be cleared up to them should be there. It should be pretty self-explanatory. Okay, here's your file. If there's anything unique or different or you're waiting on or that needs to be done, whatever, the conversation log will show that and your, your, your processor will look at it and go, oh, okay, that's why this is weird because this, right? It's almost like a letter of explanation for the rest of your team that's going to look at that file. When they look in that file, whether it's your processor, your manager, your team leader, compliance manager, or whatever it may be. And also the closing department, especially when we're doing our non-delegated loans, our correspondent loans, right? The closing department may need things from the loan officer and also post-closing may need things. Documents still need to be signed sometimes, even after a loan is closed and funded. Sometimes the client may need to sign something that wasn't signed correctly, or sometimes there may we may need a letter of explanation from the borrower. They may, may need to uh, give us an updated bank statement or something because the loan wasn't bought in time and that bank statement is now expired. Whatever the situation may be, you're going to need to clearly communicate with the closing department and the post-closing. But really, this goes back, especially post-closing, goes back to communicating with your client, right? Make sure you're communicating with them properly all the way through the process, even afterwards. Now, as we've talked about on a lot of our sales training, that's the most one of the most important times is after the loan closes to keep in touch with your client and make sure they get the closing gift that we send them and make sure to ask them for referrals and all that kind of stuff. But just know it's not just asking for referrals. There are times where you're you're going to have to come back to your client to sign documents or write a LOE or you know provide some kind of other document that is missing in the package for it to be sold. So there's all kinds of things that may come up with that. So not only not only is should there be clear communication with the closing department on that and post-closing, but also goes back to making sure you have clear communication with your borrower all the way through the process, even through the closing of the loan and make sure they understand that these post-closing conditions are not an option, right? They must provide whatever is updated or else they end up getting foreclosed on, right? There is no option if they still have to sign a document or whatever it is that's missing in the package. They, you know, they did sign documents that said they are required to do so, right? So you shouldn't have to chase them down too much, but you shouldn't really have to be chasing them down because you should already be having that clear communication with them. It should just be another text, another email, another phone call. We're already going back and forth. Should be no big deal. Oh, we need this paste up right? It should be very much in line with what's already going on with your communication with the borrower. So at the end of the day, clear communication, important all the way through. But I would say that clear communication with the client, aka your borrower, is of course always the most important thing. It starts and ends with you communicating with your client clearly educating your client clearly. And the biggest mistake that loan officers make, both new loan officers and experienced ones, 
is not educating their client enough up front, not preparing them for the pitfalls that may be faced in the future and making sure that they understand this could happen. And if it does happen, these are our options. When you do that, as you know, all the more experienced loan officers, you all know, every loan has problems, right? There's never been a loan closed ever with no issues that come up in this business, right? And so the, the, the act of communicating with the client clearly and preparing them for what may or may not happen and the route you're going to go if it does or does not happen is going to give your client much more control over the situation and it's their decision, right? And it's also going to give them a better feeling that you know what you're doing and you're consulting them through the process. And it's going to give you options before a deal just blows up, right? They can't say we didn't talk about this. They can't say you're pulling a bait and switch on them. If you've never spoken to them about the fact that XYZ might happen, when XYZ happens, they're going to think you're pulling the bait and switch. But if you've prepared them for it and you've prepared for, you know, what else may happen, what other routes we can go, and then what that's going to end up costing them, then it's it's all good. We're just going through the motions of, hey, that did happen. Now we're going this way like we talked about. This is what we need to do now. And, you know, everything is fine. So the same exact situation could blow up your entire deal or that same thing happening when you've educated your client could be no big deal and we're just business as usual moving forward. What's going to determine if it's going to blow up your deal and cause a client to have an issue and give you bad reviews or whether it's going to end up in a closed loan, the same exact situation could go either way. What's going to make the difference is how much we've clearly communicated with the client and educated them on what's happening, what could happen, what we would do if those things happened. So, That's the biggest takeaway here from today. Communicate with their clients clearly and educate your clients clearly. And if you're a newer loan officer, hopefully you understand more now as well why it's so important for you to watch every single video and do every single training and really make sure you have a grasp of this because not only do you need to know what's going on when you're out there doing loans, you need to be able to communicate what's going on to your client as well. So very important that you know everything from top to bottom on how a loan works throughout the process. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Remember we do this 12 p.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through the sales end of things. So we'll be back here tomorrow. So appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator.